Good morning. So, couple questions. What are we doing? Is what we did yesterday going to work today? Everything's changed, right? What should we be doing now, today? If this is true, we need to rethink some things. <clears throat> the video, the video said some very specific words. And the pictures spoke volumes. Would you agree? Strength. Minister. Evangelism. Change. Freedom. Church. These are all things that we have to rethink. Why do we need to rethink them? Well, because just like the video showed, you've seen the guy, right? And he's strong. But then you've seen, and let me just tell you what that was. In case you didn't know, that was a praying grandmother. Anybody here know about a praying grandmother? Man, oh man, those hands over top of that Bible, I, I seen it and I was like, yes, that's what I'm talking about, a praying grandmother. And that simplifies strength. That simplifies strength to me. Minister. Like, there's so many things that happen in this world and I believe that we sometimes fail to realize they are opportunities to minister. My mom, my, my, not my mom, my wife, <clears throat> sometimes she feels like my mom. <laughs> my, my wife got me wrapped up into a situation. I was voluntold to coach, yeah, to coach basketball. And I was like, I don't want to say it on Facebook because somebody might pull me at this point. But I didn't know anything about basketball. <laughs> I mean, I knew enough. You know, I knew enough that I could jump on the court, shoot a couple three free throws, you know what I mean, make a goal. I'm just joking. <laughs> that, was, that was a joke. You can, you can laugh. <laughs> he said, well, okay. <clears throat> I knew enough. I knew enough that I could... I could follow the game okay. But the truth is, is that coaching, that's a whole nother world. And I was like, Lord, why am I here? And in that moment, I had to rethink ministry. Because the truth was, is I am a minister without a shadow of a doubt. That I can do, and I can do well. But coaching basketball, I wasn't so sure about. But when God got me to rethink ministry, and being a minister, well, I became a very good coach. It says evangelism. Evangelism, to me, growing up, was that, that tent. Yeah, come on. Tom, like, mm-hmm, immediately, yes. Is that tent, you know, you know it's about to go down. Rain, sleet, or snow, whatever it was. 
It was about to go. Matter of fact, let some weather happen, and that was just the move of God. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, but evangelism today might look different. There might not be, it, it may be in a parking lot, but there may not be any tent. There may not be any instruments, microphones. It may just be you and a couple fellas okay. talking about God. Change. It, it had the picture of, I think that was Obama, right? And that was his thing, change. And yes, there was a change that he hoped for. But the world sees change differently than we see change. And I'll even say sometimes what we think change looks like might be different even now. And we have to be prepared. We have to think this through. Freedom. I love that one. I absolutely, today, with where our country is, I absolutely loved that one. There was Lady Liberty standing in all her glory. And then there was the cross. Hoo-wee. I mean, they should have transitioned from that picture to the cross with like the explosion, just, just blowing that out of here. It was so powerful. And here's the thing. And then there's the church. There was no picture there. And I think there's a reason for that. The church shouldn't really be defined to where we, we, because this, and this is, you know, I step way down in a way to put the church in a box and define it. I feel you, that's the beginning of putting God in a box. We're the church. We're always changing. Hopefully for and through him, God. To put us in a box would mean we might limit him. Now, this is just my opinion. I didn't make the video, but that's what I thought. So today, I want to talk to you and I think that we need to think it over or rethink it. We need to think it over or rethink it. What is that, Pastor Dwayne? We need all of it. And don't get me wrong, because, you know, some of you are like, uh-oh, Pastor Dwayne trying to go down some rabbit hole. No, I'm not. I'm just trying to open our minds so that we don't put God in a box. It's so easy to do. Let me give you a quick example before I move forward. I'm, I'm going to use myself. And while I do that, I need, I need somebody to help me. Uh, Kelly, will you go to my office and on the coffee table underneath uh, the beads, there should be an envelope there. Um, will you bring that to me? And if you don't find it, 
crazy rush and go through everything on that other coffee table and then in my drawer. <laughs> it's an envelope. It's a letter, okay? Grab that and bring it to me. Um, what was that? All right, there you go. I went to go in there like, shh, shh, shh. I'm going to regret that later because I'm going to go in there. Everything's going to be everywhere. Uh, <laughs> so rethinking or thinking it over, the church, evangelism, all that stuff, right? I walked through that stuff. And I have to say, when I was younger, <clears throat> I would just jump on something and just ride it on in, right? I would hear something, and it would be an idea, and that idea would turn into something just super huge in my mind, even if that wasn't even the case. And I feel like it's so easy to do as Christians for us to do that, right? Somebody gets saved. Yeah, well, yeah I don't even know. One of these will do. <laughs> we get saved, and it's like, you're going to be transformed. You need to do this, 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 and this. And this is what being saved looks like. This is what ministry looks like. And yes, some of those things I completely agree with. And so I think that's why I'm telling you this is that there are things that are, are there really are set in stone. And those things lie in the word of God. But if it does not lie in the word of God, then I don't know that it's set in stone. Okay. And those are the things that we're rethinking. My mother went to a church, as far as I can remember, where she was not allowed to wear pants. When, as, you know, from the point that I can remember, we were at a church and my mom was not allowed to wear pants, nor was it good for her to wear makeup. I understand the, I understand the principle there, but it's not a hard, it's not one of those hard line deals. The principle there is to steer clear of and stay far away from anything that might trip you up or trip others up. But let's rethink that because what you begin to do is you begin to put yourself in a box and you can only move this far and do this much. And only these people are going to listen to you. And that's a problem because in order to go to the nations, you might have to change it up a bit. Am I, am I everybody following me? If you go overseas and someone asks one of you women to wrap it up, are you going to have a problem with that? If you have an opportunity to preach the word of God while wrapped up, are you preaching the word of God? Will they listen? I don't know. Maybe. But will they definitely not listen if you don't cover it up? Is it hurting you? Are you sinning? So we have to rethink this. Pastor Jeff has this thing that he says that I love. And it's we will do anything short of sin to push the word forward. Let me share something with you. This summer, we had the opportunity 
to rethink giving. We had the opportunity to rethink giving. And as a pastor, that's always a, a great opportunity because we've been hit with a stereotype, right? There's a stigma. We're up here like, <laughs> fill my pockets, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Alms for the not so poor. Um, Uh, Lord, help me. So we had an opportunity to kind of erase that and rewrite it. And right on the spot, I put you on the spot, and I said, let's give. And you showed up. We, 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 we rethought giving. And this is, this is the result. To the members of the body... <laughs> To the members of the body of Dayton, <laughs> we want to personally thank you for your love and kindness in our time of need. The ice storm that happened here caught all of us off guard. The fact that you all felt it in your hearts to send a donation to us is overwhelming to think about. We thank God for you all. We are a one-income household, and my husband missed several weeks of income. Your contribution came at the right time and helped our rent get paid in full. Again, we thank you for showing the love of Christ to us sincerely, David and Kenya. I don't want to mess up their name. I think it's Audrillier. This is a family that the giving that you all did ministered to. So we have to rethink giving. We have to rethink ministry because it might not look the way we think it does. Sometimes I understand it's hard to know the work of the ministry. It's hard to know what it looks like. If you're like me, sometimes you're asking God, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, what am, what am I supposed to be doing? I, I just don't know. How can I... One person help such a crazy world. Sometimes that's, that's my thought. That's my thought, like, like today, now, right? I'm like, huh. When I, think, when I think back when I was younger, and, and I used to think to myself, oh, I'm just... I'm just in the pews. Some people, you hear it this way. I'm just a pew sitter. Number one, can I just say, there is no such thing as just in the pews. There's no such thing as just in the pews. It's not a thing. I mean, I know you're sitting in the pews. Don't get me wrong. See, that's one of those hard line things because there you are, right? Right? 
<clears throat> that is not a construct. Um, that is a real deal. <laughs> but when you talk about ministry, when you talk about living a Christ life out, there's this no such thing as just being a pew sitter. It, it doesn't, it's not real. Now, there are people who are just pew sitters, but it wasn't meant to be a thing. I'm telling you right now, it's, it was never meant to be a thing. I'm just going to sit here and I'm going to take it in. Hallelujah. And that doesn't mean, right, watch this, because I bet you any amount of money, some of you immediately went to this picture in your mind, right? I'm like, you're not supposed to be a pew sitter. And you, like, envisioned yourself up here preaching. <laughs> you know, you're like. Doing some of Pastor Jeff's cool poses. I don't have any, I don't have any of those. Uh, that's why I told him to give me a chair. Then that way I can look smart. <laughs> but that's your picture. You know? I had a picture when people talked to me about evangelism because, you know, I was on fire for God. And I was like, I'm going to go reach the world. I was like, my picture was, I'm going to make me a t-shirt. It's going to say something really cool on the front and on the back, and I'm going to stand on the corner, and I'm going to wait for somebody to ask me a question. That was a really bad idea. I, I never did it because I realized how bad of an idea it was early enough. Because I was like, God was like, you know, you're going to go out there and stand on the corner, and I'm with you. I'm always with you. I always said I would be to the end of the time. He's like, but when's the last time you read your Bible? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, like, that's horrible to think. But at the time, I just wasn't jumping into my word. And if I would have went out there, somebody was going to most definitely ask me a question that I was most definitely not ready for. And then I'd have went running with my tail between my legs. And they would have been like, I'm never going to church. And I'd have been doing exactly the opposite of what I intended to do, right? <clears throat> but I was absolutely correct in the fact that I needed to rethink evangelism because I didn't need a tent either so what does doing the work of the ministry look like how do we know let's go to the bible uh oh yeah I put it in there it's okay <laughs> just joking I'm sorry I always hate saying this one, Habakkuk. I know, but it's, it reads Habakkuk, okay? Argue with me. I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. Habakkuk 2 and 2. This is the amplified version. And it says, then the Lord answered me and said, so I just asked the question, and the Lord said, write the vision and engrave it plainly on clay tablets so that the one who reads it will run. Pause. Now, I love the fact that it says run because I know that there's been a reoccurring situation in the last few messages where we've talked about us running. Running a race, being, being prepared to run, what does it look like, how we're supposed to do it, right? And so here it is telling us that we need to write down the vision and make it plain so that those who read it can run. For the vision is yet for the appointed future time. Pause. 
So if you have a vision and you don't see it, that's because it's for a future time. And if it has not come, that does not mean it's not coming. It means it's for a future time. I just wanted to give that a plug real quick. It hurries toward the goal hmm. of fulfillment. It will not fail. Even though it delays, wait patiently for it because it will certainly come. It will not delay. So I'm like, all right. How do they know? How do we know what the work of the ministry looks like? It's to be written down and made plain. And when we get up and we talk about the things that we know God is going to do, when we talk about reaching Dayton and, and the cities beyond, and somebody says, well, I'm not, I'm not seeing that. Be patient. It's going to come. Because we're going to continue to do the things that we've been called to do. Then I have another scripture to follow that one up. It's in what is called the modern English version. I just love the way that it read. It's Proverbs chapter 29, verse 18. And it's the modern English version. And it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. But happy is he who keeps the teaching. I love this. Because here's the deal. What teaching are they talking about? Before I get to that, I want to point out again how it says, where there is no vision, the people perish. Where there is no vision, the church dies. The people fade away. It becomes stale, stagnant. Nothing's happening. Because there's no vision. But it says, but happy is he who keeps the teaching. What teaching? Matthew 28, verse 18 through 20. This is the message version. I'm just hopping around all these versions. Just it look better if you picture me with a table pulpit with like three different Bibles. It looks much holier that way. Jesus, undeterred, went right ahead and gave his charge. God authorized and commanded me to commission you. Go out and train everyone you meet, far and near, in this way of life, marking them by baptism in the threefold name, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Then instruct them in the practice of all I have commanded you. I'll be with you as you do this day after day after day, right up to the end of the age. That's the teaching. And there's more of it. I just pulled the one that I thought was most relevant. So here we are wondering what should we do? Here we are, Pastor Dwayne, calling you out. There's no such thing as a pew sitter. There are people sitting in pews, but I hope 
that, that is not all you're doing. And if you don't know what to do, here I am today writing it down, making it plain. So let's talk about that real quick. A pastor said it this way. After the vision is made plain, it is to be continually shared and taught to people as it grows, becoming reality. As it grows. A vision is changing, especially if it comes from God. A vision is continuously changing because God is much bigger than we could ever think or imagine. Any plan we could come up with, once we attain it, automatically expands. What? Well, that's, that's who God is. He's an ever transforming, not put in any box, not held to any label. And when he says go, what kind of God would he be if we could reach the point that he's sending us to? Now understand what I'm saying. We all know our destination is heaven. But if God says, I'm going to give you this, I want you to run after this, and you run after, say, a business, you get the business started. And he's like, well, that's all I had. I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I just, I can't come up with anything else. I ran out of ideas. What kind of God is that? That is not the God we serve. The God we serve says, oh, look at you. So you've learned how to walk. Let me teach you now how to run. Well, you've learned how to run. Can you run a mile? How about 15? You see what I'm saying? So this is the God that we serve. And don't look at it as, oh, we're never going to reach. Come on. We're never going to reach our potential. That shouldn't be a downer. That should be absolutely exciting. Because that means there's more in here. There's more to you. You're capable of more. I don't care your age. I don't care your, your physical status. I don't care. There is more in you to be had, to be given. And the way you know that is by vision, is through vision. So that scripture says, write the vision down on tablets. Who here has written anything on a rock lately? Not I, said Dwayne. I have not. Uh, I did see some freshly poured concrete and I really thought to myself, <laughs> Hollywood, here I come. <laughs> I'm just joking. <laughs> but I have not. We write books. We can write down the vision there. Young people, help me out. 
Don't make it harder than it needs to be. Help me, help me. How would you share something that you wanted to share if you were going to share something? Emphasis on share. I'm basically giving you the answer. How would you do it? Come on, help me. Just say it. Oh, you're so scared. Social. Say it with me. Social. Social. There you go. You said it so low, little scaredy cat, whatever. <laughs> ben, help your daughter, okay? Gosh. <laughs> she give the answer, but just, so, so, media. <laughs> Put her on front. Um, social media. Media, 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 media. You forgot, Aaron. Thanks, Helen. Um, <laughs> I just joking. Social media is how we share things. The media is how we share things. Hello. Sometimes too much. <laughs> the wrong things, you know, whatever. But this is how we share things. And today I want to do that with you. Today I want to write the vision and make it plain. I want us to look at rethinking or thinking over all of these things, ministry and church, evangelism, right? What does it look like? How do we do it? As we represent Christ, or as Mike Todd says, because he is a very good, he's very good at, at, at casting vision and, and writing it and making it plain. I commend the man. He says, represent Christ, right? As we represent or represent Christ and live in community. This is my stuff now. Uh, I'm just and living in community with Holy Spirit. How are we doing this? What does it look like? And what would happen if we did it the way it's done today? Well, first, we have to make sure we do it in a very specific way here at the Body Dayton. Because anything we do as we represent Christ, we've made a choice that it looks, it, it needs to look a certain way. We want to achieve a triple A rating. Or we want to be triple A certified, if you will. Triple A certified. And our triple A certification looks like this. Authenticity. Action. And acceptance. This is how we become triple A certified. So if we do all that we do, with the goal to be triple A certified, then we are most definitely pressing toward the mark. We want to be authentic in what we do. We want to be a church that takes action. And we want to be accepting. Let me spell that out. God says, love me and love Pastor Dwayne. Okay, Pastor Dwayne and Pastor Jeff. Okay, and their wives. 
Okay. One more time. The body dating. No. Love God and people, others, your neighbor, any of that. And in order to do that, you have to accept them, to love on them. You don't have to accept. Now, listen, I'm going to make this very plain. He says, you don't have to accept their sin. You don't have to love their sin, but you need to love them. Because if you're going to decide not to love them because of their sin, then I should put the mic down. And anybody here, watch this, who has, who has never sinned will just shoot you. I said that backwards, didn't I? We don't want to shoot the people that are not sitting. Right? We want, I'm just joking. Okay, so look, you get the point though, right? Jesus said, he who, without sin, who, he who is without sin casts the first stone, right? But none of us, none of us. So therefore, we all have to love one another. We all have to accept one another so that one another can have the opportunity to be changed and transformed into who God says you are. So again, what does that look like? What does it look like to do the work of the ministry in, in, in an authentic way? We hear the word work, so that's clear on the action piece, yes? And then the whole acceptance situation. We can preach that all day long, but letting it be seen is what this scripture is talking about. We're not writing on stones or in the ground. Today, we have media. So let's see what that looks like. Who would have ever thought that this is what preaching the word of God would look like? This is my office, my computer, and iPad during a pandemic. Let's go to the next one. Look at this young man. Young guy. This is Terrace. Terrace is a teenager. Terrace in here. Hey, Terrace, what's up, my man? Wave at him. Wait, you famous now. You Facebook famous, boy. I'm just so. <laughs> this is Terrace. Let's rethink leadership. Let's rethink who can work in the sound, on the sound team. Let's rethink who can control cameras. Can I tell you my first job? My first job in ministry was not preaching. My first job in ministry was a sound man, sound boy, to be very, very frank. I was in a youth group, and the youth leader was like, Dwayne, we're going to put you as one of the leadership of ministry. I was like, yes, sir. Woo! Y'all ready for this? And he was like, no, son, no. And he took me and sit me behind this, like, super huge board 
that had a lot of buttons and I thought was equally as cool to be very honest, but I was like, uh, am I gonna get the stage? Cause I'm ready for this, you know what I'm saying? But when God spoke to me and I was like, no, this is, this is a calling all the same because I love music. You got to understand, I aspired at one point to be a producer, right? And so sitting behind this board, I was like, here we go. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was like, let's do it. And, and, and he, said, he said this to me because we're rethinking ministry. He said to me, now what you need to understand is you're going to set the atmosphere. Come on, I need you to pay attention. Pay attention. He said, you're going to set the atmosphere for the young people to walk into. One. He said, when we begin to do what we're doing, you're going to have to help keep the energy high. See, see what you don't know about young people is, is that if it ain't popping, right, if it ain't lit, Help me out. My nephew said, my nephew. you know what I'm saying? If it ain't lit, you know, they're going to be like. <laughs> you know, like, and we don't want that. Because if we're trying to preach to them, how they going to hear if they sleep? So he was like, keep it lit. So I'm like, got you. So I was on a job. I had a job. My job was not just to push the buttons. My job was to spend time siphoning through music, which I had no problem with at all because I loved it. And I became the guy in my family who always knew the new and latest music. Why? Because that was part of my job. They'd be like, they'd be like, Dwayne, 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 what's up? Hey, what you got for us today? I'll be like, y'all ready for it? Bootsy, 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 bootsy. You know, and they be like, oh, I ain't heard that one. I'll be like, oh, get at me. I'll get it to you. Don't, mm, 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 you know, and, and that's what I did. But then in the same note, at the end of the service, he said, I need you to help us transition. We didn't have musicians. And I'm telling you, I took my job very seriously. It'd be like, bootsy, 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 bootsy. Hello, everybody. We're going to be doing church today. How's everyone doing? Right? <laughs> Pastor would preach. And then, you know, at the end of the service, he'd be like, And I will love the Lord and come to the altar and get saved. You know, like, and people were like, oh, you know. And, and that was my job. That's what I was called to do because I had to rethink ministry. Nobody was giving me a mic. Nobody was giving me an instrument to play, you know, or to sing or anything, lead any worship. So I had to rethink ministry, and I had to realize that my job was important. And, man, I did that thing with all my heart. So when you see young Terrence sitting behind the – this is just a lighting board, by the way. I didn't give him the sound. I was um, <laughs> just joking. <laughs> I take that very serious. No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. That was the lights. That's just as important. Miss Katie, real quick, will you help them understand how important the, light, the lighting board is? Now look at that. Facebook, I'm still here. They didn't cut the lights out on me. Pastor Jeff didn't pay the bill. I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But you understand, though, right? Do you understand? I'm right now, I'm writing down the vision 
and I'm making it plain. I need you to understand that. I've not moved on from that. I'm making it plain. The vision is this. Let's go back. Let's go back to make sure you, you, you're following me. Matthew, where we go? Matthew 28. It says, where is it? It says it differently. Go out, right? In another version, it says, go out into all the world. Go out into the nations. Well, I don't know about you, but I can't pay for a ticket to the nations. <laughs> but I can pay for internet, and I do have Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Yeah, I don't even know anymore. I lost count. I have all these things so I can make a post. I can encourage. As a matter of fact, my wife, man, she is the Facebook evangelist. People be like, thank you so much. Like, God bless. I just feel like we could probably go start a church with her alone <laughs> or her followers. I'm just saying. Like, she just be posting her little Bible messages and stuff like that. And I'll be wanting to be like, do they know you be doing that in your pajamas? <laughs> I just, you know, that's called, that's called uh, throwing shade just because you didn't know. I Occasionally, I'll just be wanting to throw some shade. Shade is not a good thing for those of you over a certain age. You know, I'm not going to point you out because I'm over a certain age now, too. I just work with young people. So, anyways, this is go out to all the nation. And the only way you do that is in some situations is you have to use Facebook because not all of us, you know, are Heather Bright. Who can get first class? I'm just saying. Uh. So... Hi, Heather, I love you. Uh, and we can't go and fly somewhere else. So we have to do it in another way. Give me another picture. Oh, there's ours. Look at that dashing gentleman. Oh, wait, that's Jeff. That wasn't me. I'm just joking. <laughs> Pastor Jeff up there, and he's ready to preach the word. But guess what? If he doesn't have sound, you may hear him, but Facebook won't. You cut my sound right now. Cut my sound. This is what it sounds like on Facebook. <laughs> and you have no clue. The Holy Spirit just hit, and y'all was all like. <laughs> Somebody needs to, st Lord, help me. Gosh. I'm sorry. Listen. John Jeffrey said, are you going to have me at the altar today? I was like, I don't think so. This is going to be a little different. <laughs> I want you to be excited. I want you to understand that doing church, being saved, it doesn't have to look the way that you've been pre-programmed to think it looks. But more than anything, more than anything, I want you to know that sitting in the pew is not what I want you to do. I want you to get involved. I want you to do something. And I know somebody else is like, you wouldn't let me get on the praise team. You wouldn't let me, you know, and I'm like, listen, do the job that I give you, you know, like, and like do it great. 
And I mean, that sounds awful, right? What a pastor. Call Pastor Jeff if you have any issues with that, because that was his idea. I, I, I said let everybody do whatever they wanted to, because, you know, that would look great. And him being wise as he is, he said, absolutely not. We need to kind of have some type of. And so, but I just said something there within that little joke, right? Did you hear that, right? If everybody just does what they want to do, what will we look like? Give me everybody on the stage right now. No, seriously, come on. What? I'm just joking. I'm just kidding. Look, look, he's ready to go. Listen. You always know that guy. That's the guy that's like, give me the stage. But listen, if everybody was on stage right now, number one, we ain't going to hear you, right? Number two, that's going to look a mess on Facebook. You know, it's going to look like a celebration. You know, somebody won an award, one of those, you know, American idols or whatever. And everybody's like, hi, everybody's on stage dancing. But. That's not what it is. Who here heard John Jeffries play those drums this morning? My goodness. What? Somebody make a meme. Writing a vision plan, right? Writing a vision, making a plane, like make a meme, make a. So, I mean, seriously, Candace, killing it. They under the spotlights, but right now, right now, as I speak, these slides are going. My mic sounds wonderful, test one, two, and it's because of those wonderful people in the soundboard. Killing it. And I want to tell you, the lights would not be on if my wife would not on occasion sit at a table with a bunch of paperwork and click and email and make sure things are paid the way they're supposed to be paid. And Holly, we all know what it looks like when she slips and doesn't do her job right, don't we? I'm just saying, keep the pictures going. Look at this. This is what it looks like when we rethink ministry. Give me another one. This is what it looks like. Wait, go back, go back, because I want to point something out. I cannot remember this gentleman's name. Chase. Man, my dude is awesome. Because he could have came to our church, handed us all of our stuff, and we would have been in there chatting it up like, this is really awesome. This is really cool. But instead, my man was in there like, you know what I'm saying? Like, when you fill it up, hit the gong, you know. You know, and everybody's like, yeah. And it was like, it looked like one of those cartoon movies. And like, you know, everything is awesome. And bags was being fooled at like hyperdrive. I'm serious. If you think I'm playing, Pastor Jeff did a FaceTime video. Facebook Live. Listen, I'm over 40, okay? The transition has to start at some point. I know. So keep it going. We got young people. We got more distinguished people. Uh, John was not rocking that cow. <laughs> next picture, next picture. The drums, drums covered you. 
Like, look it. I mean, these people are getting it done. My son is so cool. He's trying to stay out the picture. And <laughs> don't get me in this. Keep it going. Look it. Look it. My man, is, he's getting work done. This, let, let me point out another thing. I, I can see he's putting stickers on this thing. Watch this. That seems insignificant. Give it to the little kid. But let me tell you something. I walked up and took one of those bags off the table just because I wanted to show it on Facebook Live. And when I picked it up, the whole table was like, whoa, whoa. And I was like, <sighs> like, you know, I really was nervous. And I was like, I just want to show it on Facebook. I'm going to bring it back. And so I took it, showed it on, you know, me and Pastor Joe, we like, hey, this is what we're doing. And then I took it back over and I set it down. They were like, oh, my gosh, Pastor Dwayne, get out. And the reason is I was throwing off everything. It wasn't my job. But there I was, sliding into a place that I didn't belong, trying to do something that I wasn't supposed to do, and I was messing up everything. I just said something very important again right in the midst of that little joke. Okay? Because I'm going to tell you right now. If, if, I love you, okay. If Kelly went and jumped on the drums... <laughs> Y'all going to know it. Y'all going to be like, oh, Jesus. Oh, whoa, what? <laughs> Holy Spirit going to be like, stop. Hold everything. I was moving and now I'm not. <laughs> Who let him on the drums? Do you, do you, yes. Now, if I wouldn't have said this in this manner, you guys would have been upset with me. Because I would have been basically saying, no, you can't do what you want to do. No, you don't do it well enough to do it. No, you see what I'm saying? And you'd have been like, so let's look at some more pictures. Keep it going. Man, look at at Ben's smile. He looked like he's supervising. (laughs) Wait, 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 go back. So this is, wait, 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 wait. Now don't get excited. We are rethinking ministry. We are rethinking evangelism. Dang, you just stole my thunder. See? See, when they don't do what they're supposed to do. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I just. <laughs> Where's Elijah? He can do the slides from now on. I'm just. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> Katie, like, it wasn't me, it was my mom. <laughs> so, listen, we're, we are constantly trying to rethink. Ministry, and it's not because we just want to be the fresh guy on the on the scene. That's not it. We are we are praying. We take this very seriously. God, what would you have us to do? What can we do? How can we speak to and reach today's generation? Because if I go and I hit the streets, yes. No mic, and I can talk all day long. But everybody on Facebook has no idea what I'm saying. And they want to know just like you want to know. The people outside these doors want to know just like the people inside these doors. And even if they don't know they want to know, they need to know. And the way we're going to do that is through situations that are like I'm about to show you. So we did an outreach, and we were like, man, 
let's do this outreach. And we're going to, like, just go out and do some busking. And what busking is is when you just go out with your chair, your instrument, your voice. I finally got to do my street corner thing, right? I even had a T-shirt made. But this time, I was ready. I had people to help me because you can't do everything by yourself either. Because you don't do those things as well as they do. What I'm about to show you is what Pastor Jeff was like. You know, I'm going to be first one in line. And I was like, okay. He was like, we'll do it together. And I was like, listen. But we've been doing seed projects. And my man Vince was like, I want to do a seed project. Actually, he said, I want, to, I want to do something that God's laid on my heart. Okay? And he's like, you've been doing the seed project. How about I turn it into a seed project? And I'm like, that's amazing. And what it was was, you know, what I'm about to show you again. We did an outreach back in the day. And I was like, man, Vince, you have been wanting to minister. I was like, will you just, will you come and will you do what you do, but do it for Christ? I was like, and if you, if you want to like, you know, just share a testimony or something like that, that'd be great. And he was like, all right. So Vince came, and let me tell you, I'm going to set up this video I'm about to show you. Vince came, and somebody didn't do their job. So Vince still started doing his thing on concrete. Catch a lesson there. My man started doing what he done on concrete because I didn't know he should have had a cardboard or a dance floor. You know what I'm saying? Like, I didn't know. So when he came and he's like, I'm like, dude, I don't have nothing for you to. He was like, don't worry about it. He's like, I'm going to do it anyway. And I was like, you belong with this church. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> And so here is what he did. And he, check it. On his knees. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, I'm about to make you Facebook famous. <laughs> Let's go. And then out of nowhere, this gentleman comes over from across the street. This gentleman comes over from across the street. And hops in. Vince was like, I can't let the guy from across the street show me up. I'm doing this for Jesus. He said, I'm doing this for Jesus. That's Mr. Chuck.
<laughs> All right, you can take it. You can take it. <laughs> that was his offering. He, he was paying his tithes and offering right there. <laughs> I was just kidding. But listen, that's ministry rethought. I don't, I don't even know who Chuck was. But he seen us. He literally was sitting across the way. And, and he was like, oh, he came over. Now, I think they may have known each other from, from some point in time. It's something I don't know. But I didn't know him. And all of those people, there were, and there was people there that you couldn't even see on the camera. Right after we got done, somebody else, my, my niece came up and did spoken word. And it was all about God. I mean, it was powerful. It was powerful. It was, it was a poem that was from the standpoint of a non-church person. You know, it was like, God, they tell me that, you know, I need to know you, but where are you? You know what I mean? Like, it was very powerful, but it ended with, you know, Jesus. And we do need him. You know what I mean? And it was, and all of those people heard that. And then Jeanne sung, like, we sung a worship song. And all the people that in Yellow Springs, and mind you, FYI, where we were posted, it was right next to the restaurant where they had an outdoor patio that was full. And we're just, we're rethinking ministry. We're rethinking evangelism. So this is the seed project that Pastor Jeff told you I was going to share with you. It's, it's Vince's seed project, right? Give me that about to break. Listen to this. Man, man, I only got, I would let you come up here and just, because it's powerful. This name is a vision. It's a vision. And Vince wrote the vision down. About to break. See, you thinking, he breakdancing. But y'all don't know, y'all don't know Vince's life. So when you know Vince's life and you know that Vince is sitting here in the pew listening to the word of God, having a heart to minister to other people, you understand when you're about to break, but then you don't. And you understand why you don't. And you understand that you need to now help somebody else who is about to break. And they just might not want to come sit in the pew, but they may come. You know what I'm saying? But I, won't, I won't do it. I don't want to make him look bad. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'm going to do a shameless little plug because it's a seed project. Mr. Vince is going to be doing breakdance lessons. Okay? And hold on. Because I... Forgot to put this into the thing. That's why. <laughs> this is why electronics are such a beautiful thing. Um, well, maybe. I need to pull it up. Actually, you know what, Vince? Come here real quick, man. Come real quick. Come on. Come on, I know. He like, you said you weren't going to pull me up. <laughs> oh, there it is. Wait, I might not need you. Hold on. <laughs> Look, he ran. He ran. All right, so Vince is going to be doing, he's going to do three lessons, and he's going to do one battle. 
three lessons in one battle. So starting October 7th, then going to October 21st, and then going to November 4th. Mark your calendars. And then on November 19th, he's going to do a battle. So if you want to get your young people involved, if you know some young people that might be interested. Oh, I'm sorry. You right. You right. Because our Pastor Jeff is like, ooh, we signing up. And I'm like, ah. Oh. So now I got Pastor Jeff's partner. Yes. I can gracefully bow out. I just want to step aside. You know, let, let the people, let the people, do, you know. But I think I'm going to go down. I'm going to go down and do one myself. But three sessions, October 7th, October 21st, and November 4th. And then November 19th is going to be the, the big shebang where they're going to battle. And let me tell you, this is Vince's vision. It is to uh, use this form of art to bridge and invite people to church. He said he's, he's felt God's calling for some time to do this. And the C project was like an open door for him to do it and just walk right on in. And he's like, I just want to, he wants to invite the community as well. Now, I'm like, man, this is awesome. Because I'm telling you right now, we have an amazing youth ministry. And if we get some young people in or we get some adults like Chuck, like, let's go. We go do an outreach with Chuck and Vince. I'm telling you right now, we about to, we're going to be preaching to the nations for real. New York, you know, here we come. I'm joking. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But listen, there will be a sign-up sheet out there in the foyer if you want to do this, okay? And this all has to do with rethinking or thinking it over, right? Ministry. Have you ever thought about just going and having coffee with somebody? Somebody hurting? Have you ever thought about showing up with somebody's favorite coffee and instead of their name inscribed on the side, it says, did you know God loves you? And I do too. You know? How about a gift card for gas to a young person that is like, you know, I don't know how I'm going to get to work tomorrow, you know? Young college student. Give him a box of noodles. <laughs> okay, okay. Maybe a pizza gift card would be better, but... Let's rethink ministry, guys. Let's not get stuck in a box. Each one of us have, we, we have gifts that we can do, that we can bring to the table. And guess what? Guess what? Maybe you bring that gift. Maybe you bring that gift. You're like, man, I would love to do this. And I'm like, hey, look, you know what? Right now, we don't have a space for that right at this moment. But please continue to cultivate that gift. And will you be willing to step into this one while you wait for this one? Right? Because the sound boy is now preaching the word of God. But can I tell you, I would go back to the sound booth anytime, any day. As a matter of fact, I do. I was just there last week. I would do it in a heartbeat. Why? Because if that's the need, 
and it's part of my passion. Hear what I'm saying. I don't want you to be something you're not, right? I want you to be who you are. Well, all I do is swing hammers. Well, guess what? We might need a hammer swung here very soon. So why don't you just start helping out in that area, and when we need that hammer swung, you'll be the guy I'm going to call. Can I get an amen? amen? All right. Man, Pastor Jeff, Jesus, he stole all the amens. <laughs> Listen, I want to pray with you today, and I'm going to let you go. And I want you to leave with this in mind. The world is ever-changing. Mega churches had to rethink ministry. One minister, you know, he, and, and this is cool, he ended up creating basically a studio, like a, um, you know, TV studios, they have separate rooms, and each room is set up differently so that they can do shows and whatnot. Like, he had space to do this, but had never done it. But the pandemic drove the people out of the building. So he didn't just go home and sit on the couch like, well, Martha, it's over. We can't reach the people. No. His passion said, if I'm not going to do it this way, then I will figure out a way to do it. And in doing so, hear me, because this is a part of the lesson. In doing so, he ended up creating something that there was a need for. Right? He created something, which was these separate spaces to do ministry. Studios. So when you watch him online, it's amazing. I mean, sometimes I'm like, that looks better than his stage. And he did multiple spaces so he can move from one to the other. And they don't got to do some major setup. Nobody even has to be present. But when they came back open, guess what he had? A soundstage. He had a soundstage. So now the youth pastors, you know, they making videos and stuff, you know. Have you ever been downstairs to see the stuff that we do downstairs? Some of that content they curated within those studios. What would happen if we stepped outside of the box of what we think it should look like, rethought it, thought it over, and then came out with what God gave us? What would we end up with? Who would we end up reaching? How would we end up reaching them? Man. Lord God, bow your heads. Lord God, help us to step outside of ourselves. Help us to step into or be filled with the Holy Spirit and your will. Your will to reach the nations, to baptize. God, somebody didn't have a baptismal built into their church, so they blew up a swimming pool and begin to baptize people. God, thank you. Thank you that that person decided not to be held back 
by the obstacles that the enemy has put in place. God, I pray right now that the body, Dayton, will be a church, that the people would be the church, and that we would not be held back by obstacles. That we would be creative. That we would walk in your creativity. That we would be blessed with the anointing of your creativity. Jesus. Creativity that speaks to something and it comes about. Creativity that, that, that writes vision down and the vision comes to be. A willingness mixed with passion, mixed with desire, wrapped up in your Holy Spirit and delivered to a people that need you. God, I pray right now for each and every person under the sound of my voice, whether it's here in this building or if it's on Facebook or Instagram or wherever this video may go, in the name of Jesus, I pray that your body would wake up that we would be the hands and feet of Jesus, unbound, undeterred, as your word said, and we would fulfill the great commission. And that we would keep your number one commandments, loving you and loving people. In the name of Jesus, I pray, unchain your church, unchain your people. Set them free. Help us to rethink freedom. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen and amen. Church, I challenge you. This is a bona fide, serious challenge. I challenge you to go home and pray. Pray and ask God, what can I do? What would you have me to do? And when he begins to speak to you, don't be afraid. Write it down. Write it down. Take and pin it somewhere where you can see it. Put it somewhere where you're going to know it. And just, just begin to pray on that. Lord God, I believe this is the vision. Watch this. I believe this is the vision. Lord God, show me. Show me who to share it with. Come on. What would happen if we asked God who we should share our vision with and we walk in and share it with a millionaire we didn't know and that millionaire blesses us to be able to do our vision? Or somebody who has way more knowledge about whatever it is you want to do. There's some people in here that know what I'm talking about. Ryan, you know what I'm talking about. You run into somebody that know more than you do, and they end up doing way more than you ever thought, or and you walking around with stuff that you didn't know. Like, man, like, come on. Expectation. This is what I want for the body dating. This is what I want for you. This is this not just about me, it's what God wants for you. Step outside the box. I love you guys. Be blessed. Thank you, Facebook, for joining us. You guys, go in peace. <laughs>